Welcome to the DBS Films Podcast, a behind-the-scenes look into making indie films. Learn from DBS Films about their process, tips, and fun stories that all come with making multiple movies a reality. Hey everybody, welcome to DBS Films Podcast. My name is Kellen, with me as always is my brother Brennan. Together we make movies with DBS Films. Today's episode, we are going into part two of what we would change for Horror in the Forest 2.0. First episode, we really kind of dived into the overall concept as well as what we would do on our indie budget. But this episode is kind of going to be a more fun one where we open it up, take the concept on a grander scale, and just see where it goes. So I'm looking forward to this. This is always one of my favorite parts of the process is just kind of the grand ideas because really there's a lot of freedom in it. And if we don't have to worry about budget, well, then you can make whatever you want. So that being said, be sure to take a look at Horror in the Forest online now. If you're entering review it, it means the world to us. It allows us to do what we love to do, which is making movies for our fans, with our fans. If you ever want to be part of the movie-making process, all you got to do is take a look at our Discord channel online. You go ahead, find yourself there. You can audition for each and every one of our films as we continue to make them. So as I mentioned, going into this one, really I wanted to open up the budget. And I'm going to take my crack at it first. And I'll kind of give my general concept. And I want you to basically go freedom and we'll discuss each other ones there. The way I would like to take this one is it would be a much larger town and there would be a big rash of missing kids. And it would almost be like a Pied Piper type scenario. And then the main character is probably like, um, I don't even know if I do found footage. I might implement found footage as like an homage to it. So like they find footage of the kids like recording their phones and stuff like that potentially. But I think it would be cinematic. I would try and make it more like a true detective type style thing. So very dark and gritty. They go to this really terrible, you know, town and whatnot that has these rumors of this witch in this woods that lures children out there. But they, for the most part, think it's some type of pedophile or something that's abducting these kids. So they basically bring in the heavy hitters. They bring in the big guns. They bring in the FBI. And you find this, you know, you grizzled vet going out there. Nothing's really making sense. I'd also make it that the main character maybe lost his kid, but they lost their kid to like an actual kidnapper or something like this. And that's when you begin it. And the Nelson character would be less of a father figure and more of like a town criminal. And they think it's him. So you're kind of going through it. He maybe lives in the woods like he's a hermit too. You're going through this case. They eventually would arrest the hermit and bring him in and like, you know, interview him and whatnot. But guess what? Abductions are still happening and still happening and still happening. And then eventually the guy's like, you need to free me and I can summon what's out here, but only with you. So then that's when our detective goes with Nelson, brings him out there almost by like gunpoint. And then they summon the ritual. And then that's when I'd have like all the kids appear like children of the corn and it get really wild. It get really crazy. His daughter would come back. And then I'd probably have it where if you've seen the Nelson scene, the witch would basically convince the main character the only way he's going to see his daughter, which he can see his daughter, is if he takes his own life. That's my grand arcing one there. Again, true detective style. Um, weird things would be happening. Like dogs would go missing and then come up like completely decapitated and stuff like that. Again, bigger budget stuff, but I would lean heavy into that. I think this movie, I could probably do it for about $2 million, I would say, is where I would put my budget for this one. But that would be my crack at the bigger budget or in the forest so that being said what would your your take or here do you want to comment on my one or do you want to go ahead and hop into yours whichever one you think would be better 
I mean, I think yours is fine. Um, I'd probably do hybrid where it's cinematic and then we do some of the scares with the um, like found footage style. But I think that's good. You know, I like I really like the mysteries where there is a paranormal element to it. And that's kind of like the twist. I think in this case, the Nelson character would probably take a little bit of a, a, a backseat to if you had multiple parents with multiple kids. Um, you know, like you said, almost like a Pied Piper leading the kids out there. I do think one of the funniest reviews that I've I've seen um, was like, if this force is known for all these, you know, missing kids, why why are the parents still taking the kids out to the forest? And, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Like, why are these parents taking out these, you know, these thing if the, you know, all these kids are going missing? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so that's something we got to got to address. And I like something happens or, you know, all of a sudden, um, like some kind of entity just awakens and, you know, it starts taking kids and like, that's what it does. It takes kids. So you have an intro where, you know, something happens, they find a relic or open something that they shouldn't open. Um, and it gets the witch out there. The witch moves into this area. Um, and, you know, I've always liked the true detective thing where it's just, it's a, a grittier X-Files. And I always come back to this and, I feel like we're getting pretty close to where I could do this found footage. Um, and it's probably like something we should, we probably will try next year um, because you can have, it's just two characters and then you have the one camera guy. He doesn't say anything. He just dies at the end. And then you have another episode and the cameraman dies again. But basically it's just like each episode's a new creature. And I honestly probably like to do this with forest to death as, you know, as we continue to get our data and as long as Forest to Death, um, which was our highest grossing movie, continues to, you know, do well and people like that shapeshifter concept, I think we do the paranormal true detective uh, guys that go out to an area and, you know, there's multiple people, there's a skinwalker out there. Um, but for this one, I think the same thing applies. I mean, I think you, I really like the dark gritty. I love true detective. I think it could be a murder mystery where, you know, people just vanish. Like, what if you were like, honestly, if it was from the perspective of Officer Reynolds and, you know, he's on the scene and he has like some younger person, like rookie cop, uh, I think uh, Silence of the Lambs and they're a tag team and they're really trying to just figure out the, why these people are just disappearing and they're frustrated. You know, they have their own personal demons they're going through. Um, and it turns out there's a paranormal entity. I think that's a really cool movie. Uh, I just, for me, it's like a, I don't think a bigger budget would really do it for me on this one. There's really nothing that obviously like better special effects and, you know, name actors or people with a lot of experience, but even then, like out of all those ideas and concepts we have, this one just doesn't need a budget. It just needs better execution. Give me my $2 million. I'm going to get a town. I'm going to get like a nice little town. That's going to cost a lot of money. We're going to have a good amount of special effects. I'm going to, I'm going to use my $2 million. I can easily do that. I would say one thing I'd like to add for this one, a concept that we've kind of had is the TV station that talks to kids. So only the kids can see the TV station as like a Pied Piper element to it. So that could be a really worn one. Like, Hey kids, make sure you come on out to the woods. Like something like that pops up in the intro. And then the kids go out there, but then you'd have, I'd have a group of kid actors who are all like, yo, what's going on out there? And they're like, did you see that TV station? And it's like, yeah, like apparently it's there. And it's like, well, we can't go out there, but it maybe it like memorizes or mesmerizes them and it brings them out there. 
But I think the cool dynamic would be, again, the character reactions for like, this is like an hour, 30 minute movie. And I would say the first hour is just these really weird things happening. And then how do the parents and the town explain it? And I think you increase the, the, I, I always am a huge fan of the concept that as you create more anger and um, like uh, ill will towards each other, it kind of feeds the witch. So the witch is taking the kids to get more powerful, but also the chaos she's ensuing in the, the, the town is causing her to get stronger as well. So, you know, you'd have like some person who's like a crazy skeptic talking about like the ancient witch in the woods. And, you know, when they first settled here, the kids went missing and then they had a witch trial and then the whole town died. And because a plague was unleashed or something like that. And then I'd have it where you have the families accusing each other. You know, they go after Nelson. They try They I have someone when Nelson gets broke out or something like that, they try and kill Nelson. So now the detective officer Reynolds is like protecting this guy. That's the main thing, trying to figure out what's going on. And then I'd also have it where like at one point he gets really, really drunk. And then like the TV station turns onto that channel for a little bit. and He like sees it himself. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And the young cops like, I think you're just drunk who's like getting too attached to this. But then what would be like a really cool scene is imagine officer Reynolds is giving his briefing to like the head of the FBI and he decides that he wants to include the fact that there's a rumor about a witch, you know, he's like, this is our leads or whatnot, but like, this is what the townspeople are saying. This is what's going on here. And I think you have a really cool dynamic there. And then I think you also have a moment where officer Reynolds goes rogue, you know, like the FBI is like, all right, clearly the guy talking about the witch that kind of has a drinking problem that we know about that had his daughter go missing, which has kind of spiraled him out of here. We should probably bring him off the case. And that's then, you know, where he goes like true detective and rogue. Then the last 30 minutes would be they get out there and things start going weird. And I'd make it kind of like a trippy weird too. You know, I'd make it again, like, you know, he sees the kids just there with like these pale faces. He's not necessarily trying to leave. Cause he's kind of like done. He just wants to figure out what's happening. And I think if you do the main officer Reynolds character correctly with this, you'd kind of have this weird journey type horror movie that would end um, again with uh, the, the the ending that the which is real. And, you know, and then I also think there could be something cool where like maybe he does meet his daughter, you know, maybe the witch did take their souls, but like, Hey, I got both your souls. You're happy together. Right. And then if the witch gets strong enough, she kills everyone in the town. So I think there's a lot of ways you can kind of go with that. And that's why I need my $2 million budget. But what would your thoughts be on kind of that type of escalation? Yeah, I think, I think the hardest part of this story is like, all right, like after the ritual, what happens? I think that's just like where I'm stuck at is like, okay. You can have- I'd, have, I'd have all the little kids really creepily just walk in the woods and he's just walking around searching and whatnot. And yeah. that's yeah. why they're it, I mean, you could have that stuff. It's just like the structure of it is is wonky. And it's just like I think like if to really do anything, I think we have the beginning. I have a good ending for this idea, but like what happens after that ritual that keeps that escalated tension is just it's difficult. You have to have an impactful scene in there. Um, it could be as simple as him, you know, getting back with his daughter, his missing child, but like Ooh, I mean, like the, the one I, I can't remember which movie it was. I think it was the um, it was like that Netflix movie, and it wasn't like a Skinwalker, but it was like where they're walking through the woods and they see like the convenience store is just like in the middle of the woods, or there's like doors that they open and they walk into like different locations. 
like I'd almost probably play it up with the witch being able to like like manipulate your mind a little bit so you are kind of like losing your mind in time I mean I really don't want to go back with the you know the time warp thing but like there's like that would be the way I would probably try and do is just make it like a hallucination kind of thing where you're just seeing a whole bunch of crazy stuff um and I think if you had a traumatic event with the officer and he's like you know walking in the woods and he sees a door and he opens the door and it teleports him back into either like when that traumatic incident happened and it's almost sort of like a purgatory where he's reliving it over and over and over again, um, I think would be kind of cool. Um, but like, I think that's just something you got to flesh out. I really think that that's the biggest issue with this movie is I think I have a good ending now where it has like a cool twist that will satisfy people. But like that escalation, if you're still keeping the Nelson scene is very difficult. I mean, I just don't know how to do anything in there. Cause it's, only so much you could do with this witch um and like if you look at the ones that are are successful with this kind of story where it's like there's an entity there's a creature out there it's possession is really your only angle um and then after that like well there's just not a lot of good endings with this kind of scenario um and i see it all the time it's like they're facing this sleep demon or this other monster that you know comes from photographs and when you watch these kind of movies they're the endings are always kind of weak. They're just, you know, they're kind of lame. Um, I think like Insidious probably had a better one, but like other than that, like it's just tricky. Those, these are tricky ones to end where, uh, you know, you have to kind of have a good climax, but the person can't just, you can't just go up to the witch and stab her in the head. Like that's, you just can't do that. So it's like tricky. Like how do you defeat this thing? Well, it's like, oh, I'll go back through my past and my traumatic incident and I'll just let it go. And now my soul is free. It's like, that's just, that's a cop out and it just doesn't feel as strong. So, I mean, I don't know how to do it. Maybe there's something they could destroy, like some kind of artifact or something that's given her power. Um, but now you're going, you're, you're putting yourself in a plot hole. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's something there. Um if we get to this point to where, you know, somebody wants to make this at a higher budget, I will, I will burn this thing to the ground to figure out a good ending on it. But like, as of right now, I just don't have anything that's like, this is satisfying. It gives the character depth. It gives the character a satisfying, you know, uh, resolution. And then you have like a cool epilogue twist at the end. So here's how I would do it as of now, if I had to, and again, this is one where there'd be so much stuff there. I'd have him pull the Nelson scene. And if you haven't seen Horror in the Forest yet, he basically takes a gun to his head and he will pull the trigger. But I'd have him do that scene where he's basically putting the gun to his head. And then right before he does it, he hears Kaylee's voice. And he brings it down and it's Kaylee. And then I'd have him walk her out there and it'd be him. And it'd be all the little kids around her. And then you have like this nice looking witch that she doesn't look very bad at all. And he'd be like, you are real. It is real. And like all this like fluff stuff. Now this is like the very end of whatnot. It's like, wow, happy ending. And then you cut to him on the ground with a bullet hole in his head. And that's your rough cut back. That's what I would do. Right. As of now, um, just kind of really to jack back into it and not even give them a cut, like not even really show that it's real or not of the witch. Cause you never got that far. The witch stuff only happens after he pulls the gun down and then you never really know. So I would do that one as my little hook now. 
this is like the brainstorming session. So it's kind of like, you know, all over the place. I think the last thing I want to talk about though, is we have some that we really like for a big budget, which in my opinion are the Whitlow house, the Morgan estate and um, the uh, Whitlow house, Morgan estate and the invited, I would say are three that are really kind of up there. And I would way do any of those three before I would even do a big budget here. That being said, this concept here is still in like the feeder or the hopper for us because it's within the budget level. Where do you see horror in the forest as a concept based on that? Um, like, what do you mean? So like in the sense of this is something like, would you ever even take a crack at a higher budget for this one? Cause to me, I'd have to kind of check a lot of boxes of the other ones first with a higher budget and also see if the storyline with like, Horror in the Forest to me on the big budget is more of a risk than Whitlow House, than Morgan Estate, than the Invited. So I would have to really kind of have some of those. Like, I'm not itching to redo the Horror in the Forest on that level, but I will say I am itching to redo Horror in the Forest because we can do it at our level now. So where do you kind of see the concept in the sense of DBS as a budget range? Because like, I could see us doing like the mock version of it with a little bit of an increased budget and then kind of being like, you know what? I'm good. Let's hang this up on the wall and be done with horror in the forest. Yeah. I mean, like when you look at this stuff is like, all right, can you get an exponential, an exponentially better movie by increasing the budget? And I don't think so. And I think one of the reasons why I'm really drawn to this movie is I think this is our best story at, at its core. I really think it's our best story. Um, I think the characters are really unique. I think they're really cool. I thought we did a really good job with Horror in the Forest. Um, it just, you know, we've learned from it. We need to make, we need to make it better. We got to fix some things up and we just got to take it from a different angle. Where I think something like Morgan Estate, having a higher budget, your dollar spent on Morgan Estate to get that to where it needs to go is a better ROI than into the or Horror in the Forest. I don't think you could spend a ton of money on this stuff. Like this is probably an indie bait movie or a Hollywood bait movie where someone's going to make this movie for $10 million and it would be the same as a movie for a hundred thousand dollars. I don't think special, I think special effects will help you, but it won't get you to where you want to go, where I think Whitlow house can definitely, you know, have a higher budget. Morgan state could definitely have a higher budget. I think the only way to pull off the invited is to have a higher budget. And I would look at all those first. Um, I mean, we have millions of concepts and scripts that I think would just be better with a higher budget that we just can't even attempt right now because of our budget constraints. But I think something like, um, you know, Horn in the Forest, Murder House, those movies are very story-based. And I think as an indie filmmaker, it's a double-edged sword because story-based movies are very hard to pull off because you really need really good acting. You need a really good script um, in addition to, you know, keeping the pacing there. But at the same time, these are in your wheelhouse because if you can tell a good story, if you get good acting, you can get you know good pacing in there. The movies that do really well on the indie front, like Blair Witch, Hell House LLC, you know, Paranormal Activity, some of these indie darlings, Coherence, are all very good stories. They're all very unique. They're very good in there. And you know, yes, yeah, some special effects and budgets will help them out, but for the most part, they are just solid movies all the way around. It is true. And, you know, that is the case. And I will say it is a concept that we will continue to play out. Excited for Horror in the Forest 3.0, but also very excited for a cold grave. Very excited for a Bigfoot project. Very excited for a girl in Cabin 14. 
All of these movies are in the pipeline, my friends. And thank you so much again to everyone who's supporting us. Be sure to take a look at Horror in the Forest. Give it a rent. Give it a review. It means the world to us. Be sure to take a look at our Discord channel online because we make movies for our fans with our fans. But until then, have a good one, my friends.